So how about Baldur's Gate 3? It's it's good. Yeah, yeah. Um, they, I mean, we talked about it a little bit last week with John, or Johnny and I, mm-hmm. but uh, without having your dynamic there, someone else I know that's excited and playing it, yeah. um, it was like, okay, that's awesome. <laughs> that it's awesome, dude. It. I mean, like, uh, I think it's interesting, like, um, it seems like Larian really has, like, their start figured out. Which is like oh, yeah. escape from like a, a, a like devolving like collapsing ship. <laughs> They've done that, that is... uh, like basically three times in a row. Because even um, Divinity Original Sin one, you like wash up on a shore. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah, I, it's it is very weird that that's their thing, and I didn't really think about that. You are escaping from a crashing ship. Yeah. Well, they yeah okay. they, they uh it's kind of funny that yeah they they like totally got their thing, which is. Smart because you know, as like a DM, one of the challenges is how do you get the party together, right? Yeah. So like, yeah. a lot of times it's like, okay, you guys all already know each other and you can figure out how or whatever. But like another major, you know, well-known way to get people together is, um, you all happen to be in this town. You know, you can come up with a reason why if you want to. And uh, oh, it's on fire. <laughs> oh yeah, and yeah, yeah everything's so, on fire. Like, I think it was uh, Original Sin 2. Yeah, you were on a ship, and it was yep. being basically destroyed by, like, a Kraken. Well, it's the same thing, too, because in in, uh, in 2, you're also a prisoner of something, of, like, a supernatural, powerful order. And yep. in this one, you're a prisoner of a big brain eater. Yeah. Which is really good. Like... Um, oh, God, I fucking love them so much. Yeah, without getting into... I guess uh, I don't... I didn't get far enough to have spoilers, right? I'm still just kind of putting the story together for myself. But yeah. um the, it's the, the like, same for me. The mind flayers honest. are extremely good. Like yeah. you find the mind flayer that changed you after the crash. And he's like trying to be rescued yeah. by the by the other like people he's brainworming. So good. Yeah, yeah. It's just extremely and good. I love it. The ca- the character models. Yeah. All of them. Yeah. Your literally your character looks like they belong in this universe and it doesn't mm-hmm. matter what you make yeah it looks like it's a pre-made character like the um what, what's the name of that um it's like a is it a gelkin uh the girl that's on your team yeah yeah, yeah gif yankee a gif yankee that's the name yeah. um yeah she is fucking rad looking yeah i really like the and, nose detail yeah i i, I she makes fun I of your nose at one point it's really good it's I think it's the high cheekbones and the paint that mm-hmm. they've added to it, like the or like the the skin. It's either paint or skin detail. I, I'm not too sure on which one that would be, yeah. but she looks fantastic. And then you know yep. you get other characters that are coming through, and every time, I mean, have you had anyone interrupt your, um, like you went to camp, and then someone kind of wander through your camp? No, I found him. Oh, you you did do that then. Well, I mean, I, I did not have anybody do anything hostile to me at a camp. No, no. Well, I mean, he was kind of ominous. Um, have you? Oh no, yeah, I haven't seen him yet. Camp yet. Okay, so yeah, that that's something. The one thing that I feel that's happening too much is I feel like they're trying to do too many things at one time. Yeah. And I'm just like, at some point, you're like, I'm just my character's just kind of drained. Yeah. Well, I it's would very love to just yeah. like rest at camp for a minute. It's very similar to, um, I don't know. I, I mean, it, I think their games always have this issue where it's extremely front-loaded. 
where like in the beginning of the game you're just having all of this shit happen you're getting all of these new companions and you know your party goes from just you to like 20 people in like 15 minutes yeah um i i think that's definitely a flaw yeah, but, uh, I, I would really yeah. like to see that spread out, and I would also like to see the um, like it spread the like storytelling spread out. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's 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 fine. I, I think Divinity Original Sin two did it well, where there wasn't. I don't feel like it was. I played the beginning of that game a lot, mm. and I felt, and maybe it was the setting of in Original Sin two. You're on a prisoner island. For yeah. the first, like, 18 hours of the game, which sucks. Yeah. But it's really cool because you have a major goal of, like, getting get out. getting off the island. And there's, like, 16 different ways that you can try to figure out how to get out, right? Yeah. Or it, there's, I, like, several paths. And I guess this game has the same thing. You're trying to get the, you know, the... Wormy. Um, Mr. Worm the, out. Yeah, the worm out of your head so you don't turn into a mind flare. Like you do. But there's so many things going on around that that are like, I don't know. I guess it is the same, but I I I feel a little different, a little differently overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. So, um, what class did you go with? Yeah. So my original character was a. I just went with human fighter because I'm like, okay, I want to see what's actually going on here. <laughs> like, I don't sure. I don't need to know how to play right now. Let's jump in. Uh, yeah. Exactly. And then um, I got to you know, there's this is definitely. When they say early access, they mean, like, expect, like, alpha-level Bethesda bugs. <laughs> like, yeah. there are, are major bugs. bugs. Um, I had a Game Breaker, um, so my human warrior, unfortunately, was left to a grim fate. Um, also, I, like, it, it doesn't explain some things very well. Like, it'll just be, uh, like, going to camp. So, I know how to go to camp. There's a giant button that says go to camp. Sure. But... I didn't know if there would be any kind of penalty. Like, I thought I was under a time crunch, and if I went to camp, that would, like, accelerate time, and it would cause me to, like, I could only go to camp twice, and then I would die or something. Right. Because they just don't explain it. They well, just the expect first, you to figure it out. The first time you... Uh, well, maybe not the first time. It's, like, either the second or the third time you go to camp, there is kind of a weird little story thing that happens. Well, it, it could happen at any time, because if you go to camp in, like, a semi-hostile area, you could have a, a combat encounter occur. Oh, really? Um, yeah, if that. you... Uh, well, yeah, I've, I've gone to camp, like, three or four times, and I have not had any story stuff play out in my second playthrough, where I was playing as a rogue, because I was like, I always want to have the character that can do lockpicking, like, on yeah. me. So it's, it's me, <laughs> you know? Sure. Yeah, and, I mean, that's interesting. I went... Um, I went, ro- or wait, what's the other? I went the like I I I'm an archer. Yeah. Um. Oh, uh, ranger. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. So, I, I don't know. I, the characters progressed a little interesting, kind of a route that I didn't quite expect because it is kind of like that bridge between archer and um, like archer and rogue. Yeah. Or a uh, um hunter and rogue. Yeah. But yeah. Um. Yeah, it, it's weird. I kind of expect, you know, nothing interesting to happen at camp. Maybe an attack, but then you still get to rest or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, I mean, I've had a few things, and I think it might happen based on where you're at in the story. Yeah, it does. That could very well be it. Um, 
yeah, I've been looking into some of the stuff just to see. Because, I, I mean, you know, I've now seen things from a couple different perspectives. I've had a couple different team compositions. I'm just trying to, like, wrap my brain all around it. Yeah. And uh, so I've looked a couple things up just to see, like, okay, what can I expect of, you know, XYZ? Like, hey, I just did this choice. How could I have done that differently? Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's really interesting, and it's extremely good. The story stuff is amazing. Um, Jesus, this dog is pissed. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, this it's just very... <laughs> the game's extremely good. Yeah, the... Like, it, it has, um, like... I don't know how they managed it, but you don't see this level of, like... I haven't been this happy with a character I've created placed into a universe mm. in a very long time. Yeah. It just... Usually the character seems to stick out and, mm. you know, be this obvious, like, weird thing in the environment. Um, I don't feel that at all with my character. And seeing other people online just posting what their character looks like in you know, cutscenes and, you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. It looks fine. And that's awesome. That's, that's, um, yeah, you definitely like don't a, a goal achieved. Yeah. Sure. You don't get any of that like weird mass effect stuff where, or, you know, like, um, my player character in cutscenes and everything just looks ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Like it avoids yeah. that really well. Yeah. And I, I, I was really happy with all of the options that were presented in the in the beginning, and then there were those teases of like, "Hey, this this is going to be something that you'll get access to like later." Mm-hmm. Um, I think they had like a, I think all the presets. Yeah, so so you get a companion of every. Uh, yeah, you can't play as one of the like pre-made characters, so you have mm-hmm. to make a custom character, and then they have one of every role except for ranger for some reason. Yeah, so like that's weird. You get a cleric, you get a fighter, you get a rogue, you get a mage, and you get a warlock. Mm-hmm. But uh, those are the classes that you have the option of using. But then there's also the additional um, the uh, ranger that you can play as. So I guess that's what they want you to play as. Like I it didn't must even, be. Yeah, I never really thought of that. That's but I imagine. I mean, typically when they make these games, there's one of every race and one of every class. Yeah. Um, that is just like a built-in character, so that that way you can make any team no matter what. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's very interesting. Uh, it's it's yeah, done a great a job of, of setting stuff up. Um, the combat is amazing. There's a lot of choices. Yeah, um, a lot of elevation. Choices. Elevation is yep. insane in this game. I, I've started so many, I think I said last week, I've started so many fights by sneaking in and pickpocketing someone and then shoulder checking them off a cliff. Mm-hmm. I love doing it. It's the best thing ever. Um, you can do ridiculous stuff too. Like I, I saw someone, um, they selected the throw option and they threw a squirrel that was around them. Mm-hmm. A live squirrel running around. Chucked it, hit a dude in the face. And nice. it just exploded into like a visceral shower. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean... Uh, a lot going on with with this one you know if you love um if you love larry and studio games if you liked uh you know if you like divinity and things like that um this this one is uh, uh this one's really good this one's yeah. really really well done and I, I can't wait to see where it goes i i love the like you you're like have a special option that pops up and you get the option to like 
Um, like the special option could be like use, uh, you know, perception or something like that. And then the dice comes up and it, it rolls and you have that chance there. Um, mm -hmm. That's really good. That, that does a really good job of making it feel like, you know, yeah. a tabletop something. For so, sure. That's awesome. But yeah, a lot of good stuff going on with this one. So uh, I recommend it. Go check that out. You can recommend it to a few friends and you can literally pretty much have a D&D session with this game like experience something so that's fun all right so uh yeah this week's show we have um actually quite a few games i didn't expect this many um and then uh some good stuff to talk about so uh one second here and yeah we started with that we've kept promising hey you know we're, we're getting ready to come into the big busy season and uh here we are i mean it's it's some smaller tier stuff than what we would maybe expect like um next week is when some of the triple a stuff really starts hitting for sure and if you guys don't know welcome to the mammoth games cast i'm one of your hosts night swarm with me uh i would say as always but last week not always yep. not always filter cord How's it going? Hey. Uh, so, um, like I said, we have um, a handful of games coming out this week. Uh, and it's only going to get um, like more busy as yeah. we <laughs> move into the next like. I don't know if next week will be as busy, but the week after we'll start to see it pick up. And yep. then it should be pretty constant from there. Pretty constant. On. Yeah, it's, it's definitely, uh, you know it's the year is i mean people always say this but the year does seem to be flying by just because there's really not a lot going on it's and very, yeah, uh, yeah we're getting into some real like i mean it's going to be like every, we're going to have like multiple multiple games coming out in the next few weeks that it's like okay which one of these do i have time to even play you know yeah and then new machines it's and like new machines of course just trying to pick three like trying to pick three games and yeah. a system and then see what can be done with that like, exactly damn it's already tough but if you guys get the chance as always head over to facebook.com backslash mammoth games inc uh just check out all the top news and video game stuff over there you can keep up with us on the daily we appreciate all the likes comments and shares as well follow us on twitter at mammoth games inc so you know when we go live and do junk just like this um let's jump into the games releasing these ones releasing between october 19th and the 25th so bring yeah. us right up to halloween so we're starting out on Wednesday the 21st. Weird day for a game. Uh, Scourgebringer coming out from Flying Oak Games. Seems like a pretty small studio. Yep. Um, but they do have some some cool stuff going on here. So we got an IGN video that we're looking at. It kind of looks almost like... Um, uh, what Tower was that? Fall Ascension. Yeah, Tower Fall Ascension, exactly. It's very Tower Fall Ascension. Yep. Um, in, in very art. quick movement. Um, you know, really, really like quick attack type yeah, stuff this... that you're doing. Um, yeah, like a Metroidvania style game is what it's uh, looking like. Uh, yep. Kind of think uh, Towerfall Ascension graphics with um, like Super Meat Boy yeah. going on. Yeah, it's very interesting yeah. looking. Yeah, that one um, for uh, for Switch. This would be perfect on the Switch. Actually. This would be great on the Switch. Yeah, Xbox, Switch, and PC. Hell yeah! All right, and then uh, Thursday the twenty second. Um, coming from Devolver Digital from, I believe you said four people, which is cool. Yeah. Um, disc Room. Yeah, Switch and PC. Yeah, so it's a really small group. 
Um, yeah, put out by Devolver, like you said. Um, I did get to play this at the last public event I've ever going to go to, probably in my life, um, <laughs> at the uh, Penny Arcade in uh, Boston. Uh-huh. Um, I it was really brief, and obviously I wasn't like great at it. Again, it's kind of almost like Super Meat Boy ish. Um, yeah, Terry Dose, JW, and Kitty is who made it. It's so funny. Perfect. I love how they did that. But uh, yeah, you're like a little dude running around in a room with a bunch of buzz saws and shit. And you're trying to avoid them. Yeah, trying not to be buzzsawed. Yeah, yeah. You know so how it is. So like, it's a certain amount of time when you've dodged enough for a certain amount of time that the doors will open. Or sometimes there's like a little puzzle you're supposed to hit. Um, but yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty cool. This looks like a yeah. This looks definitely like a fun like a fun, uh, arcade a fun game. game. Yeah, yeah, and you know supporting um, you know supporting small teams. That's important. Supporting it, it Devolver showing, is important. It also very important. Yeah. Um, but supporting the small teams always good just because you know you don't know what they're going to you don't know what these guys are truly capable of right. they're just working you know within their means at the time um but yeah really really cool um you know simple concept like you can mm-hmm. look at this game and you can understand what you're doing it's just right um, away as soon as you see it, it's like oh i get yeah, it okay. you're like I can i'm this. this guy there's yeah. sharp things avoid them and you know just try to open the doors this is one of the things uh, that's really cool about those super small teams is that they're just mm-hmm. like yo what if you had to like not get hit by a buzzsaw yeah <laughs> and that's like that's the idea that's the game they're like do you remember in uh borderlands when we were playing and i kept shooting those buzzsaws out of that gun nice yeah. Like, what does it feel like to be if, the other guy on the other side of that? Yeah, yeah. What if you just had to avoid those all the time? Yeah. That's it. That's it. That's the one we've been looking for. So, yeah, cool concept. Um, I imagine this one's a pretty low price. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's I like, I imagine like 10, 15 bucks. Maybe five. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, I'd pay I, I pay 15 for this for sure. Yeah. Cool. Um, next one. Actually, a bigger one. We've been... We haven't yeah, kind been of, talking about it a ton. We've been like but we've known it was coming for a while. We just haven't really talked about it because I, the other DLC is already out, right? Is it? Shit. I believe so. Did I miss one? Yeah. So, okay, um, what was it? Uh, so, so with uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield had the two DLCs that they had talked about. Um, mm-hmm. The first one was Isle of Armor, which I'm like ninety-seven and a half percent sure is out. Okay, and that's fair. Uh, the other one, of course, is the one that's coming out on Thursday the twenty-second on Switch. Uh, the Crown Tundra. So you got a, a big bossy looking little son of a bitch that's got a big hat. I think that's basically uh-huh. the point of the game. <laughs> Hats? Uh, yeah, you got a big hat. I agree. Well, you can also I, I get think, the new uh, Slow King that, that has the big crazy hat. So I'm pretty sure it's a hat yeah. based uh, game. I I, mm. I I like that. I like Just that like Team Fortress 2. It's all about hats. It's all about hats. So that's cool. I mean, I've, <laughs> I've recently gotten back into Sword and Shield as like, it's, it's sort of like Anytime I've been playing Pokemon Go for a while and it's, like, not interesting, I, I'd be yeah. like, oh, shit, what if I played, like, a real Pokemon game, though? That's fair. So that's what I've, that's where I've been right now. <laughs> I don't know where it's... I, I don't understand what... Because I, I'm a big Pokemon fan. I've been, mm-hmm. you know... Like, even still, every once in a while when I'm at the store, I'll be like, oh, hey, there's a pack of cards there. And I'll just grab them. Just because. Okay. I don't know why. Yeah, Pokemon and, are just dope. Cool. I mean, yeah. sorry, it's cool. I, I and with cards, I think it's I like the surprise. Yeah. Like, oh, what you know, what can I get through here? And I don't even play anymore. I, I um, I think last time I played it was a couple of years ago. I was teaching um, 
a relative out of yeah. play. Well, that that like mobile thing like, came out and was apparently pretty good, right? The mobile Pokemon trading card game. Yeah, yeah, that was fun yeah. too. I played that for a while. Uh, but even after that, I was just actually physically teaching someone how to play with. Um, nice. I think I have like three decks from yeah. the original gen, and yeah. Um, but I don't know what it is about the new game. I don't know if it's like in my mind. I'm like, has it gone too far? <laughs> has Pokemon gone too far? Yes or no? There's so many. You know, what there's I mean? a lot. There's so many Pokemon, yeah. and that's cool. I and I appreciate that. You know, trying to pull in, keep things fresh, and and all of that. And you can't do that with, you know, sticking to a limited amount. I think. Right. You know, it's not. It's not like there's like four well, different they, types of birds or whatever in the world. Right. There's thousands. You right. know. Um, I do think they made like a, a smart choice on this game, which was really controversial. Which was, hey, we're going to limit the total amount of like, we're not going to have every single previous Pokemon that's ever been made. You know? Yeah. I remember people were super pissed about that. And, uh, I had my own controversial opinion about it or whatever, but, um, yeah, it it was, that was a good move just to, just to limit. Cause there's so much going on. How many do they have now? Do they have over a thousand? Uh, probably. Let me, let me find out real quick. I know it was like last time I looked, it was like 890 something, but I mean, they've you know yeah more than a thousand. A yep. Damn, that's a lot. But they've added a lot, and I really the one thing that I really loved about this game is the um, physical arena mm-hmm. stands fat, packed full of people to watch this like Pokemon Stadium style thing going on. Yeah. Um, that's that's really cool. Um, but then again, I don't know. Yeah, this game definitely, like, it's kind of missing something, like, I don't, I can't even really point out what it is, but it's just, like, it's just, it's something that you can look at it and see that it's really close, but it's just not what you wanted, but you also can't really describe what you wanted. So, so is it the fact, it could be the fact that when we were playing Pokemon as kids on, like, Game Boy, Game Boy Color, you know, and so on, Mm. um, you would walk through these areas and you would come into a new town and you're like i don't know what to expect i don't know if team rocket's going to be here i don't know if you know it's going to be easy to get into the gym or if it's going to be hard um Mm. and in this you really know what's going to happen you're going to walk into the town there's going to be a small little mission that you do and then you're going to be able to basically yeah i do think that's part of it for sure yeah and that um, could be nostalgia wearing off. And it's probably is also like if you actually go look at those Pokemon games, you do know everything that's going to happen everywhere. As an adult, when you look at it, you're like, "Oh, this is the rock town. This is the cave. Yeah. This is the water town." But uh you just didn't know as a kid because you were 5. <laughs> that's true, you know. So I, that's, that's probably true. part of it too, but you know, nostalgia, it's still yeah. something I like a lot either way. For sure. But yeah, that one uh, coming out Thursday the 22nd, of course. Um, another one uh, coming out from Same Timberline's... Day. What was that? Same day. Same day, still, yeah. Still on the 22nd, yep. Uh, Timberline Studios uh, and... Uh, I think it's Papaganda. There's a Papaganda. Uh, one of those. One of those two is the uh, publisher. Uh Coming out for the uh, Switch, PC, and Xbox, we have uh, the Red Lantern. 
Um, this one's yeah. kind of an interesting uh, little indie game. Um, very basic. The idea is to finish the Iditarod, right? Yeah, That's so you point. have a, a sled dog team of five dogs and you, the pointless human that doesn't have to be there. And uh, you're just mushing out here, boys. Well, I mean, without the human, though, it's just some dogs running across the... It's just dogs chilling, yeah. It's just dogs, you know, running as fast as they can. Just vibing. They don't have any sort of direction. Just, you know, five dogs living in the moment, not a cell phone in sight. It's beautiful. Yeah. Nature is healing. For sure. But yeah, so there's like some weird like survival stuff going on, as you would expect. It's like a resource management game. It's been called Rogue Light. So um, just to like, you know, keep that in mind as you're going into it, if you're not super into, uh, you know, survival management games, you probably won't like this. Yeah. But uh, again, probably a great game to get on Switch. It's yeah. coming out, yeah, Switch, Xbox, PC. So... Yeah, I'm looking at it, and I'm like, what's the main... I, I don't even think the Iditarod has really anything to do with it. Because it's just like, now you're stranded and yeah. trying to survive. Yeah, it's just like the... It's just the setup. Okay, cool, cool. I, I was like, is this really like... Do we have to kind of like, trek out our path? Because that would be kind of interesting. Yeah, well, what if, yeah, what if I've it's... I've never seen that before. <laughs> what if it's basically uh, uh, like, desert truck simulator or whatever? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be sick. Uh, That'd probably be dope. But yeah, this one, uh, you know, this one, if you are interested in that, uh, you know, survival style, mm -hmm. yeah, this one's probably a good one. And sure. last week, we talked a little bit about um, the G.I. Joe game. This week, Friday the 23rd, we have a Transformers game coming out, Transformers Battleground. Yeah, why not? Sure. Uh, of course, hitting PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC um, from CoatSync Software. Um I did not look into this one nearly yeah, it's like a, as much as I looked into G.I. Joe. As far as I can tell, it's like a Battle Royale thing. Um, they're just like, yo, can we make some of that money that you guys have over there? So. I, I mean, I do think this, you know, some of these older properties, like, I don't mean older, but I mean, like, properties of uh, previous properties, they, they could, like... I do think a G.I. Joe game could do well with, like, a Battle Royale game. And okay, so well, this is, I think uh, Transformers could, too. Yeah, this, this is actually a, turn a tactics, turn-based tactics game. So they are making a Battle Royale style, but this is not it. Yeah. the So this one being that turn-based tactics, I do think that's a good idea, too. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know how well execution is going to be. Mm -hmm. um, but, uh, you know... Getting to play as if you're a really big Transformers fan, that's that's pretty cool. I think. Yeah. Sure. All right, that pretty much. Yeah, that pretty much wraps up all of the games releasing uh, between the 19th and 25th. Uh, like I said, next week, um, I don't know how many games we'll have, but the week after, that's when it really starts to kick off, and we'll be getting some good stuff. Yeah. All right, so getting you your weekly freebies over in the Epic Game Store, uh, as we talked about last week. Uh, it is spooky season, so you're gonna oh, get yeah. some spooky games. Uh, first Welcome up, welcome to Spookyville. Get, yeah, you get Amnesia, uh, a machine for pigs, which is the unofficial, um, like the unofficial sequel done by a different team of mm -hmm. uh, what is that? Descent, descent. Yeah, Amnesia Desc is it Descent? I think Amnesia um, something Descent, Dark Descent. That doesn't sound right. 
Yeah, let me let me look here. Who could say? I know I I know I looked it up last week and then <laughs> I completely just removed it from my brain. Dark Descent. Dark Descent. Okay, that's the one. Yeah. So um, yeah, Amnesia Machine for Pigs, um, which I've heard is still really good, even though it's by a different team and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then again, a, a game that we've had for free several times in the past, uh, Kingdom New Lands. They're still just trying to get that out there. And you know, if you were one of the people that was on the like. You know, I don't want to give Epic my money train. And then, like, later was like, oh, this is literally just free shit. Who gives a fuck? Right. Um, they're like, hey, you know, we forgive you. You can still get this. Yeah, well, we'll give you... I know you missed this one. Sorry. Um, I don't think you're going to be getting Watch Dogs 2 again, though. So, sorry for Yeah, you. probably not on that one, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, um, yeah, so that's... Next week. Next week is looking really good. I'm really happy about next yeah. week. Um, I love Costume Quest. Getting costume quest too. Yep. yep. Um, and layers lo- of fear too, which is pretty and cool. And layers I, of fear too. So that means every Bloober game has been given out for free on uh, Epic Game Store. I think. Hell yeah. Maybe other than the newer uh, Blair Witch game. But yeah, like uh, looking at these two costume quests too. Um, that one's uh, Phil Schaefer or um, Tim Schaefer's game, right? Yeah. That's from his studio, right? Yeah. Um, Double, Double fine. fine? Yeah, the first one was really, really, really fun. I mean, the idea is it's Halloween. You're dressed up. You're going to going around to get candy, and what adventures can happen in that? You know, you being able to times of time like in yesteryear, we used to dress up and run around town mm. and go. Yeah, get you free used to be able to strangers. to go places in public, and it was just cool. But I think even fine. more so, it's like. You're just going and accepting candy from your like stranger neighbors. And there was nothing wrong with it back in the day. Sounds good to me, baby. Yeah. These days, a little uh, harder to do. A little. Yeah. yeah. There's some. There's some things out there, but this lets you live that, so that's fun. And then layers of fear. I know layers of fear one. You were playing. Um, I don't remember the what you were playing as, but you were in the house of someone who was a, mm-hmm. a painter who went insane um, like you do so it was like a spooky game you're exploring his house um and things would move and be mm-hmm. weird um there was nothing like outright scary when i played layers of fear it was like okay. i would be walking and i would like walk by a painting on a wall mm-hmm. and then i would turn around and the painting was laying on the floor like it, it would be standing up and then it'd fall over you see that that's scary to me and then I would like <laughs> back away and they would just lay there and then I would like turn around and go into another room and then yep. it would be hanging on the wall in the other room. Mm. Fucking weird. Well, weird it's like, game. yeah, the, the core of the story is like there was this painter who went insane and he had paintings and that's the story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But with two, they, it looks like they really cranked up the, um, the layers graphical of fear. fidelity. And the layers. There's more mm-hmm. layers of fear. Like ogres and onions. And onions. Ogres mm-hmm. and onions. Exactly and, la- right. and fear. Layers of fear. Exactly. So, yeah, this game looks like it really took a different turn. This looks yeah. like it's more... Definitely more in the... Like, like really hitting on the horror genre. Spooktober, one might say. Yeah, yeah. Before, it didn't seem this spooky. Yeah. But this trailer that we're watching looks spooky so go get your spooky yeah. games gotta get spooky out here folks yeah all right so 
Uh, aside from that, we have your weekly nudes. Ah, yes. The nudes have come in. It's been a bountiful harvest. Ah, yes. Um, so uh, the sacrifice worked and the nudes are in. Mm. Um, so uh, I think we'll stick with the same, uh, you know, same deal that we stuck with last week. We'll talk about, you know, the different, uh, uh, you know, the bigger stories, breaking them down into, you know, Microsoft, Sony, and then we'll talk about a bunch of game news. Yeah. Uh, starting with Microsoft. Um, so, yeah, this is starting like a with huge something fucked up. article. Um, so, re- I mean, really, it's a massive article where they're talking about, like, just that it was a general, like, big interview, a uh, 48-minute interview with Mr. Xbox himself. Um, and they... Philip J. Spencer. Filippo J. Spencer. Filippo. Ooh, Felipe. I like that. That makes me trust him. He, a little <laughs> bit more. Right? So he talks about the S versus X and some of the differences and where they, you know, came up with uh, such a different concept of, like, uh, like a, a much lower tier system compared to a much higher tier system, I guess. And they're like, how can we confuse everybody with the... Yeah, new? how can we just fucking ruin this? So Why then they talk about the... Why fucking uh, eyes open? Yeah, he's, How he's, are his eyes asleep. always closed? My dude is insanely high at all times. At prove all me wrong. times. Prove me wrong if it's not true. <laughs> you couldn't see it, but just off camera, Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg is off camera. Snoop Dogg is at a co-owner of Xbox now. He's actually the one um, who takes all. The, he does all the camera work. He's actually in charge, yeah. That's so, why it's always shaky. <laughs> uh, then they talk about the, the main notable thing here is the Bethesda deal. So it's like, okay, yeah. it's already weird to talk about launching two consoles at once, but it's even weirder to talk about the game company they just bought for $7.5 billion. Fuck. Fuck. And they're talking, kind of talking about it, and uh, Spencer kind of drops like, okay, in the past, um, they've said, you know, we're still probably going to like cross-release like release on every platform because we're just interested in the studio for like what they do. We're not interested in like just turning them into a money generator. But then the lawyer was like, that's a lot of money, though. This is a lot of money, though. So Phil Spencer was like, um, is it possible to recoup... Or Sorry, the interviewer said, is it possible to recoup a $7.5 billion investment if you don't sell Elder Scrolls VI on the PlayStation? And Phil Spencer goes, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be... He said, I don't want to be flippant about it. He said, the deal is not done to take games away from other player base. Nowhere in the documentation that we put together was... How do we keep other players from playing these games? We want more people to be able to play games, not fewer. But I also say in the model, I'm just answering directly the question you had. When I think about where people are going to be playing and the number of devices, and we have xCloud and PC and Game Pass and our console base, I think that, or he says, I don't uh, have to go ship those games on any other platform other than the ones we support in order to kind of make the deal work for us, whatever that means. (laughs) It's like, that means, it seems to mean what you just said. Yeah, yeah. Like, let's be real about it. What it means is, Just like, be real, dude. We don't have to... Yeah, he... Like, it, to break that down is, we don't have to put this on, like, PlayStation 5 yeah. or any other system for us to make back our investment. Well, it's also the type of thing that's like, you know, they're going to look at the dollar bills. You know, that's what they do. That's what they're in the business they're, of. It's a business. It's a business. They're going to look at the dollar bills. And probably, realistically, they're going to look at the, the dollars and say... You know, actually, we can make a fuck dog shit load of money by putting this out on the PS4 or PS5 and the Switch and whatever, you know, 
the Switch 2 down the road when they start converting everything over to work the on Switch, Switch 2. The Switch 2. The Switchening. And the Switchening. And, you know, they're, they're probably still going to put it. So I wouldn't be, like, super worried about this. But they are, like, Neither. you know, they're a business. They're looking at it. And I think so, that would be kind of a fucked up move, honestly. Yeah, and I think the timing of this was really, really Bad. poor. Yeah. After, right after everyone had, you know, acquired or not acquired a system. In my case, yeah. And he, he goes, oh, I know we said this, but we could do it without if we, if we wanted to. We don't have to yeah. ship it everywhere. A little fucked up. Yeah, that's a little fucked up. But either way, what this comes down to is, you know, if you're if you're in the camp of like, okay, I'm going to own all of the consoles. I want to pl- be able to play anywhere. I want to be able to play everything. You're going to be fine. Mm-hmm. If you just own a, you know, if you just own a uh, like a PC and a PlayStation mm-hmm. and a Switch, like like myself. You're still going to be fine, I believe, as long as they bring these to Game Pass, which I assume they will, right? They're now first party. Yeah. And they launch yeah, yeah. all first party on Game Pass. So I think it's safe to say you'll be able to play this on Game Pass. Um, if you just have a PlayStation, I still think you're going to be fine. I don't think, I think it's a pretty slim chance for them to go, okay, this is an exclusive. Yeah. I agree. But it's possible. There is a possibility there mm-hmm. that they could go, hey, I know you've been anticipating Elder Scrolls Six. Hey, I know you've been anticipating Starfield. That one is going to be a, you know, first-party exclusive for us. Yeah. Um, this could be Microsoft's way of, you know, showing that exclusivity isn't something that is needed. Right. Right. If 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 they wanted to go that route right now, they could say. Hey, I know we bought this for the biggest acquisition in video game history, but that does not service the fans. That does not right. service the people, the you know, the customer who is, you know, even if they have a PlayStation Five, um, you know, even if they have a PlayStation Five, that doesn't help that person who is trying to support the company that we paid seven point five billion dollars for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. We'll see, you know, how stuff like this um, ends up uh, ends up playing out. Um, yeah, it's definitely one of the things you have to wait and see. Because yeah. you're never going to know until, you know, the, the writing's on the wall on that one. Yeah, and, I mean, it's it's an exciting time right now. Yeah. Very, um, we've been, I feel like we've been talking about this for two years. Hey, we're about yeah. to get to that exciting time. Yeah. Um, and, and. You know, now's the time. It's not the peak of that excitement. We have a couple more weeks until, you know, we end up there. um, And we all physically have this in our hands and nobody's talking to each other. Even though we have these new systems that are capable of it. Can't wait for that, honestly. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But these shows are going to be a lot more fucking fun then, I think. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because we're all going to have something to say, you know. Um, For sure. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, moving on, looking over uh, on the Sony side of it, um, there was an update to your PlayStation 4, if you had a PlayStation 4 update, uh, I think it's like 8.0, um, mm-hmm. and uh, boy did that lead to some weird stuff going on. Um, so, basically they did an update to parties and messages. Uh, parties being the biggest portion of it. Uh, so previously when you would start, um, a party, 
you could go, okay, cool, I want this person, this person in there. But then some other friends come online and you could just go, oh, add them to the party, cool. Mm-hmm. Not something you could do at all with the new party system. You have to, uh, everyone has to exit the party and you have to start a brand new party to add anybody. Yeah. Everybody has to exit. So you yeah. can't just click like an add button and bring them in. Right. And their idea was to have this like new update where uh, it was kind of more like, uh, you know, something like Discord. Where mm-hmm. everything could happen in um, almost like a room. Like, hey, I have this party chat with all of these people, and here's all the messages between everybody, and here's the chat that you can just click, like, join chat. It's a good idea, yeah. but not being able to have people jump into that party is a poor decision. Um, and Sony yesterday uh, commented back saying, hey, this update uh, has really, really kind of. Um, had some people talking you guys have voiced your opinion and we're looking you know we wanted to let you know that right now we are looking into um you know taking your feedback words and you know things like that into consideration on what we're going to be able what you know what we're going to do to either roll back or you know fix this issue um so that was a big thing a lot of people were complaining about Mm -hmm. um they also had um, some other things go down. They were like, hey, uh, and it's not even in this article that we're looking at here, I don't believe. Um, but there was a, a section um, or something that happened uh, that basically showed that PlayStation 3, PSP, and Vita, oh, yeah. those were all going away. You can't, yep. you will not be able to access them from the PlayStation 4, yeah, from the, store uh, the app. Yeah, or the store or anything like that. So um, that was interesting. You can get them directly on the console. So you can still get to the PS3 store on the PS3, but it's not available anywhere else. You can still get to the Vita store on the Vita, but it's not available anywhere else. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Weird. But I get it. Weird. The other, I think the weirdest thing is they're like, oh, and by the way, we're getting rid of your wish list. Yeah, that was really oh, weird. They're just well, gone. the wish list. Yeah, the wish list is going to cease to exist. At first, it kind of seemed like they were saying on the app, but it is also going away from console, and I don't really understand what the goal is with that. Yeah, and and the best place to have that would be the app. Um, yeah, just because you can go through. Oh man, I I know I've been interested in, you know, like I've been interested in checking this game out. Um, I don't know. I guess I'll just add it to my wish list and I'll wait for it to go on sale. Yeah, not and happening. That, that's the whole thing. But <laughs> now, yeah, they're just like, yeah, we'll just kill that. Um, and more so, uh, there is a PlayStation app and then there's a PlayStation Messages app. Mm-hmm. Two different apps. And they're uh, killing the Messages app. And they're bringing the Messages over into the main app, which I think is probably a good idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that main app is clunky as shit. So I'm hoping there's an overhaul there. Yeah. So, a um, lot of changes looking to go down in the next month. Uh, probably, I imagine, before the PlayStation 5 launches. Just to coincide so, you know, you'll have all yep. that stuff accessible yeah. on 5. Uh, that wasn't the only big thing that Sony... Only big things that Sony was talking about this week. The right. Probably the biggest thing was their uh, user experience walkthrough that they did. Um pretty interesting uh pretty interesting walkthrough showing you know what it's like to boot up the system from yeah. uh um from standby mode um yeah when they booted it right up it started right up where you left off which is um mm-hmm. good not typical 
typically now when you start your system, it takes you to the like home or whatever, and then you. Um, well, it can have well, like it, it can, can have one thing on standby. It yeah. can have one thing on standby. Or I guess so actually it it's one game and one app, I guess, can be on standby. But it typically does want to default to the home. And uh, sometimes yeah. it'll even default to home and be like, oh, but don't worry, your game is like still remembering where you were. It's still in rest mode or whatever. But it's still kind of weird that's like... Yeah, yeah, you, game. yeah, you're right, you're right. Um, yeah. I, I have loaded up games, like, I was trying to think of like, what have I done that with recently? And yeah, like Avengers... Um, I, I like I'll load it up and I'll just be like waiting to select my next mission because that's usually where I, yeah. of course, people stop. And one of the issues is is it pops up and says like you have, you have lost to reconnect to the and re-log in. Yeah, yeah. It's like well, there's no point to that. But um, I don't know if that's going to be resolved with this next update or whatever. But um, it log right in playing Sackboy's big sack adventure. Sack. Mm. Um, Sacking up. Yeah double sack um and they were showing off and i love the way he said it he's like uh and these little guys here they're called cards <laughs> like it was just the way that he said Very it weird, i was just yeah. like uh, yeah you didn't even have to give them a name like you know what i mean there's it no reason to do it. what they are <laughs> yeah um but they do have like a menu uh it's kind of like a home away from home menu mm. so if you're not on the main menu or whatever um and it shows things that are specific to the game and things that are um you know there's like developer updates there's uh things about progress which i do yeah. like the progress i like that there's like you have uh 33 of this task complete or you're you can complete this task and it'll take you about this long mm-hmm. um yeah they're I kind like of almost that. going to like more of the same direction that steam goes in which again is like the developer updates um mm-hmm. you know you're 45 percent of the way to getting this thing you're 80 percent of the way to getting this you're one of only three percent of people that have this thing um, yeah that's very cool and those things are only accessible if you have playstation plus which i found that to be weird that's kind of weird yeah because it's like yeah. obviously they're still providing you with this either way well it's not even every game will provide this Okay, so it's like a developer uh, choice thing? It's a developer choice, yeah. Interesting. Um, and they were talking about, like, these goals. Like, he has this challenge uh, in Sackboy's adventure, a big adventure he has, uh, to find these monk robes. Mm. And he clicks on the... He clicks on the... Um, there's, like, a, a thing that tells you about where to... You know, kind of an idea of where to go. And not only that, there's a video that shows you how to do it. Yeah, and not only that, you can have the video in one of the corners of your screen and while then actually you're do still it. playing the game. Yeah, just give it to the person. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Like, it's like taking the concept. Remember when they were talking about the like remote player login thing, where like you can have your friend take over your controller? Sure. Yeah. Uh, this is just like, what if we did that, but you didn't have to have a friend? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I get the point. The point was. Yeah. Um, and I said it before the show when you and I were just talking, but like yeah. the point is so you don't, or I actually didn't say this part in the show. You have to, sometimes when you're looking for something, this will be useful for very, very, very annoying trophies that yep. are just hard to find. Yeah. Um, or that you have no idea about. And you have to sometimes go to some pretty seedy places to find these. You have to look through forums and watch some like Swedish guy's video. Yep. Um, and, you know, that's. You might not whatever, want to do that, <laughs> but you might not want to do that because it yeah. could there could be spoilers. 
Um, so this avoids those spoilers entirely, but it does kind of take the thrill out of the hunt, I think. Yeah, I think that's something that, like, it'll be one of those things that you just have to tell yourself, like, I'm not doing this. Um, yeah. yeah. Because, like, uh, it's just, it, I, I don't know, it's almost like a Dark Souls thing. Like, okay, I'm going to play with only using this one type of weapon and this one type of armor, and I'm going to see if I can make it only putting points into posture or whatever. Yeah. So, like, um, it'll definitely have to be, like, an additional self-imposed challenge or whatever. But, uh, you know, it could be cool. Yeah. Um, and then they went on to talk about the chat, and um, they loaded up a party chat, and this guy was, this other guy was playing uh, Uncharted Lost Legacy. Dang. And they're like, oh, hey, yeah, check this out. And it popped up his video immediately, and you could actually pin his video to a corner of your screen. So you guys can talk, you can play separate games, yeah. and he can, you guys can see what each other is pretty much doing. Yeah, that's really cool. That's kind of a cool feature. That I like really, that a lot, yeah. like, um, that'll be fun for things like, um, you know, of course, we're obviously really excited for Cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. That could be a really cool thing for Cyberpunk where it doesn't have a multiplayer aspect yet. Uh, but right. you might want to talk to your friends about it if you start at the same time. Oh, you know, check out the character that I'm making. Look at the direction I'm going, and then you guys can kind of experience it, kind of like you would a multiplayer game. Mm-hmm. But you're playing the solo thing. Um, and then right after that, they jumped over, and he's like, "Hey, you know, one of my friends just sent me an invite to um, Destruction All Stars, so uh, I'm going to jump into that." And in the middle of playing Sackboy's Big Adventure, just stopped immediately jumped into this multiplayer game and uh, it just switched over with the other game in standby mode. Yeah. Um, and everything else it was doing in standby mode. <laughs> like, which is yeah. insane. It's um, pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, there, there's a lot going on here. It looks like they really put in... Mm-hmm. Um, they took a lot of, like, what do we think our fans and players will really like to do aside from just play this game like what would give them access to playing these games um yeah yeah like just things that they would enjoy to do um and uh then they showed off the you know the home menu home menu doesn't look too much different to be honest yeah um i really 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 hope that we can get rid of things like uh um, like the playroom and things that are like locked that you have to be on your yeah I really hate that taking up room I, yeah I really dislike that and I always chuck them all into a folder and then never touch them yep um, they end up really far down the list of you know things that I have on my system but this does look a little bit cleaner they have games uh, a games tab and it looks like they have a media tab um, really leaning in on that like you can kind of like press down when you're hovering over the game to see more about it and then you can mm-hmm. go down further into like different tabs there yeah it's really um, just the evolution cool. of what they have currently it's not like yeah. i remember the huge change that they did on the 360 to the xbox one that mm-hmm. a lot of people did not like and i still don't like <laughs> i really yeah. liked the 360's interface but uh yeah they uh so, you know playstation's like hey we've we've been doing you know the same idea since uh you know the uh playstation 3 so it's like we're just you know, evolving on that still. I would have really liked to seen something, um, totally something different. brand new. Yeah, it's, every it's two generations of, seems. It's a risky play, you know. Yeah, I agree. It is. Um, and uh, yeah, you know, they just kind of continued to talk a bit about, um, you know, the 
that home menu things yeah. that you can see things that you can do um like uh sharing looks like it's going to be easy uh you know they have the social media handles right there so you can just literally like take a photo and upload it really much easier than you could uh, i think on the ps4 and as well on the ps4 i think they killed that you can't even upload things to twitter any longer uh yeah i think they took that away yeah so you know that's coming back and it looks easier these days so that's cool um but yeah, I mean, all in all, just a good little video to see what to expect if you are getting a PS5. Um, mm. So you don't have to fumble through the, you know, fumble through the menus on day one. So you can actually just set everything up and then get into, uh, you know, enjoying the reason that you're here, you know, playing right. video games. Cool. Uh, so that pretty much wraps up the, you know, too big ones that we had to talk about now to jump over into games one that we didn't talk about there are two games that went um gold over this last week yeah uh, uh assassin's creed valhalla which was pretty cool and godfall went gold. and godfall yeah yeah uh so getting those uh one that is uh kind of starting to freak me out a little bit um watchdogs legion i haven't seen has gone gold that comes out in two weeks. Well, yeah, I don't know. I wonder if they just didn't announce it. Because, like, right, I mean, maybe they, they know Valhalla. that Assassin's Creed has a bigger audience or maybe. something. Yeah. I don't know. I hope it, so. It is I, 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 that's one of my main three that I'm picking up to yeah. play heavily for next gen. So it's going to be interesting. Don't fuck um, me on this. Don't fuck <laughs> me on this. Um, and speaking of fucking everyone on this, <laughs> let's switch over and talk about Marvel Avengers. <laughs> Jesus. Speaking of, uh, um, yeah, so they've had a bit of a rocky road. As we know, their launch was very uh, brutal. Um, pretty heavily roasted on that. Yeah. Okay, so aside from being roasted, I, I've had a lot of fun with this game. Mm. Combat's fun. It's okay. fun to play it with other people. It like the, like the Even the little combos that you get, it's like, it is, it is a fun game. I think yeah. if you are into like, superheroes at all, you're going to like it. If you're not into superheroes and you're just here for Kamala's story, mm. very, very worth it. Kamala's okay. story in this game is fucking awesome. Mm -hmm. But they promised a lot of cool stuff coming forward. Free content, right. not free content, um, just more in general. And it looks like all of that has been delayed. <laughs> Sorry, it turns out that was a lie. <laughs> Yes. Um, yeah, I think they definitely should have been more um, cautious with it, I guess. It, like, it seems like they came out and they were like, okay, we kind of had a rough launch, but we're going to really hit strong with some more content. And then it's like, okay, so it was actually more brutal than we thought. <laughs> and uh, yeah. we, we we're going to have to wait for a while on some of this stuff. So I, I guess they're just kind of reassessing. Um, I could definitely see this having almost like the Final Fantasy, uh, was it 15, treatment, where they end up just dropping some of the DLC forever. Yeah, that like, would... Yeah, this isn't going to happen. That would suck. Um, yeah. But, so, you know, what they've said is um, a lot of stuff has pretty much been delayed. Pretty much all the DLC that you yeah. can expect, that's been pushed. Um, as well, the next-gen version has been delayed. Uh, yeah. So PS5 and Series X will not be getting Marvel Avengers um, as early as early as they uh, as we anticipated it. Um, 
which is pretty brutal for some of us as we bought it uh, planning to play this <laughs> play this on launch. But here we are. Um, but they're like, hey, guess what? Uh, we are giving you some like free cool stuff. So here's some free, you know. They're like, uh, it's like some fifteen hundred in credits, unit yeah. seven thousand in units, two hundred and fifty in upgrade modules, which is a lot. Um, Twenty DNA keys, which opens uh, chests in the wild, mm. um, okay. and uh, a nameplate. And that's gonna kick off on the twenty second. Uh, mm. It'll be available through November fifth. Right. Um, so it's fine. Uh, they're trying. You know. Yeah. They're trying. Uh, and I do kind of like this. Like, there's a end goal, you know. Like, right now, I played through the story, got through, and I played as whoever I wanted. I didn't mm-hmm. pick one character to play as the whole time. Smart. Um, and in the end, uh, after, for post game, I was like, I'm going to play as Thor. It mm-hmm. sounds fun. Um, and I got him to, uh, like, I got him to his max level, and now I'm trying to, like, outfit him with gear to get him to the, like, true cap. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's been fun. Um, and as well, knowing, like, hey, I can also go and continue to do this and continue to play a rotating list of, um, you know, challenges and small story missions um, with any of the other characters that mm-hmm. have different approach to combat and even things that they can access um like black widow and iron man they can access like these keypads that nobody else can but those Mm -hmm. two cannot smash doors like big doors that you would instead of um you know they're big broken doors so like someone like the hulk or thor they can smash those big doors so it's interesting um they, they kind of want you to play with multiple people to get all of that which is not, and it's not a big deal. It, honestly, mm-hmm. like even playing solo or uh, with one other person who doesn't have the, uh, you know, other thing, you're not missing much. Uh, it's like maybe one chest or something. Okay. Um, they also brought out uh, these... They had hive missions where it was like multiple floors that you had to go through. Um, they brought out mega hives, which are much better bigger versions of that with nice. uh, like more loot and then this uh techion mission um which is like these rifts are showing up and uh you have to do you have to literally play through whatever mission that it's giving you but these rifts that are showing up um you have to kind of go through to um prolong the duration before you're removed from this like kind of world that you're in mm-hmm. you like you walk through a riff and if you stay in there too long it kicks you out but if you fly through these smaller rifts that are in the you know in, in the world it uh gives you a bit more time so you have to kind of like it's almost like an extra challenge it's almost like a time challenge where you have to complete your objective but be mindful of the countdown or yeah. you're kicked out from the um you know plane of existence or whatever yeah i hate um, to get kicked out of the plane of existence yeah yeah uh it, it stings you hate to see it but um it's still it, you know still a fun game i i do want more so then yeah. pushing it back a bit um definitely sucks 
Yep. Uh, so the, I think the biggest thing that they're talking about is Kate, um, the first DLC character. Uh, it's supposed to be Kate Bishop or um, like Hawkeye. Um, and uh, yeah, I think they said they were pushing that back a bit. Um, no word on Spider-Man, I don't think. Um, so I don't know. A lot going on here. Don't know why. I don't know. It seems weird yeah. that you know it would be pushed back like now. But either way, we'll keep an eye on it and we'll see what happens. Yeah. All right. So uh, Microsoft continues to bolster their teams. Um, Microsoft's uh, the initiative hires two former Naughty Dog staff. Uh, to help the initiative, uh, to yeah. work on uh, a quadruple. Wait, hold on. Did they say quadruple A game? Yeah, they've been. They've been. Uh, people have kind of been talking about that now. Oh, I don't like that. I don't I, love I it. I don't. I hate. I I dislike triple A games because they cost too much money. Yeah. So I can only imagine I, what that even means. It's fucking gross. Eight but million dollars. Either way. Um, it looks like uh, the initiative has pulled uh, a few people, former mm-hmm. uh, looks like former technical directors for The Last of Us. Uh, Lee Davis, he was the head of Melee Animation, um, has been appointed the lead gameplay animator for the initiative. Mm-hmm. And then Lauren Garcia, who was uh, a shading technical director, is now the senior shading technologies. That's fucking cool. That's pretty I, cool. I mean, I love to see them get that, you know, like, they would not, it would have taken them a long time to move up, I think, mm-hmm. Naughty Dog, to move from a uh, melee animator to a, a lead gameplay animator. That would have taken a long time. And this yeah. is a big leap. This is a big jump. Um, obviously, if they're pulling them over, they have to have some sort of... Uh, you know, they, they they have to have seen that in them. Like, hey, they can definitely cover, you know, and do the things that, you know, a like lead gameplay animator or lead character shading technical director can do. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, both of them worked on Last of Us Part 2. Um, Davis, uh, he worked on Uncharted 2, Uncharted 4, and the original Last of Us as well. So, nice. He has quite the... Um, He's got a hell of a record already. Yeah pretty good stuff so uh that's cool uh, just kind of furthers our uh, you know our talk that we've been having for the past probably like year and a half or two years of mm-hmm. microsoft just keeps bolstering their ranks they keep pulling on people um that are capable of really good things to produce apparently like quadruple a game what the fuck i, I don't that. even i hate saying it i don't even like thinking about it so i'm really not excited for the future of pentuple a games oh god after we're done here i'm gonna just throw up all day so good idea thinking about it gotta clean out the system so uh yeah next story speaking of just getting bigger and acquiring more people yep uh rockstar now owns what was the formerly called ruffian games they worked on uh crackdown 2 uh the master chief collection um, Ruffian's been working with Rockstar since last year. They're now called Rockstar Dundee. Um, I believe that it's, they're in Australia, right? Uh, these guys, I believe, are in Scotland. 
Scotland, um, Dundee, Scotland, of course. That's the other Dundee. And they're not a big studio. They're about yeah. 25 people. Um, but, yeah, it, this one's um, this one's interesting. Uh, it looks like they're just going to, you know, help out with what, um, you know, whatever Rockstar has going on. Uh, yeah. So I, I think that's a, you know, that's a good move. Um, you know, the ruffian... Uh, Founders, they seemed pretty uh, excited yeah. about being able to get their hands. I think the biggest excitement here was getting their hands on Rockstar's technology. Yeah. Um, so you know that's really cool. Um, I mean, I, I I don't know. There hasn't been a lot of news. There's never a lot of news about Rockstar. Yeah, they um, they really keep it close to the chest. Yeah. The, I mean, the news that you'll hear about Rockstar is like, oh my god, like. I can't believe Rockstar Games allow you to do this. It's never about the company. Yeah. Um, so, pretty interesting. Uh, we'll see where that goes. Um, and then uh, let's uh, let's just beat them over the head with, uh, you know, with... <laughs> okay, no, the last one was good. Um, the Square Enix thing was bad, I guess. Uh, yeah. But uh, Beamable, uh, I believe they were formerly known as... Was it Beamdog? Beam dog, uh, or disruptor beam, disruptor beam, not beam dog. Um, disruptor beam, um, they file for bankruptcy again, again, the second time, uh, in a very short time span, I guess. Um, yeah, they had so they had restructured earlier this year in April, they restructured from a mobile game maker to like a games API kit company, basically, like they're making tools for other companies to use. Um, and that, you know, they only had to lay off 10 employees, which is good. You know, you want to keep that as low as possible, but, uh, you know, they, um, apparently that wasn't working either. And they're like, we have to get rid of some of this debt, dude. We have like billions of dollars in debt hanging over us. So I don't know how you get to that point, but you know, here we are. And accumulatively the company owed, um, a million in, um, they, they owe, yeah they owed uh, a million um, in a capital venture fund um, as well as nine hundred thousand to the Silicon Valley Bank and yes. a, a total estimate of nine hundred and twenty thousand across ten other firms I don't know how yeah. you get to that point so they're like let's go ahead and yeah that's just whoopsie daisy <laughs> from us ignore yeah. that <laughs> so but that's not where it ends though no um Apparently, they're doing this, and they want to just basically kind of like set the status quo, you know, set it back, kind of try to set it back to zero, so they can reform and continue doing what they would like to do, you know, in general. Um, yeah. I think maybe they're they were focused on mobile. Um, we have a friend that worked there and she was let go. Um, who went on to like, that was probably one of the best things that could have happened to be honest, because she ended up working on last of us. Um, but, uh, yeah. And then they had the restructure that we talked about. And then, you know, here's another basically restructure. Um, and, 
you know, in their interview with the CEO, John uh, Radoff, he said, we're not shutting down. Uh, we're keeping our employees. And last month was the best month that we had at Beamable, which Beamable is... Since uh, April. Yeah. Yeah. It, they've been <laughs> Beamable since basically April. Um, so, uh, yeah, just an interesting thing that's yeah. basically happening happening over there. Um, Disruptor Beam originally launched Star Trek um, Timelines in 2014. Um, and struck a $29 million partnership um, with, uh, or ac- or with user acquisition platform uh, Tilting Point in 2018 mm-hmm. to expand the game's audience. Uh, the studio's last title was The Walking Dead March to War, uh, which is the one that one of our friends worked on, launched in 2017, and was shut down only 18 months later. Yeah. Uh, they laid off nine people of its... Uh, in 20, March 2020, they laid off nine people, uh, according to GameIndustry.biz, um, then rebranded. Um, and now it looks like they're just done with making physically making games, and they're just going to yeah. support other companies with tools. Um, yep. So that's kind of interesting. Uh, just something, uh, I don't know, I guess this one for us specifically, since we had friends who worked here, uh, mm-hmm. kind of just hit a little closer to home, so definitely wanted to talk about it. For sure. All right. And then this is actually something I had no idea about until you brought it up. Uh, but <laughs> Harmonix confirms that Rock Band 4 and all of its DLC will work on next gen. King How shit. How about that? Absolute Chad move here. Uh, it's insane. Could not be um, better. That is a lot. That's a lot of music. That's a lot. Yeah. Now you were talking about finding the instruments. Difficult. Unless you already have it, it's pretty hard to get them now. I mean, there's they're available, but they're like somebody has like a, an opened uh, full band kit set, and they're like eight hundred dollars plus a hundred dollars shipping. <laughs> I'm like, Shit, damn, I'm that's crazy. That. You can eat my ass for that price. <laughs> and that's cheap, ladies and gentlemen. And that's cheap. Usually, you have to pay extra. Yeah. At least it could take me on a couple of dates, you know. Yeah. Um, Taco Bell. So, spaghetti warehouse. Just really get sloppy with it, you know? Spaghetti Warehouse. (laughs) Am I right? You haven't thought about Spaghetti Warehouse in 10 years. You're welcome. Yeah. All right. Uh, So that pretty much wraps up everything. We're going to end on a high note here. Um, (laughs) All right. Let me see if there was literally anything else. There was a few other things, uh, you know, over this last week. we did. Yeah, a lot of smaller scale, like, kind of warm-ups. We did have some stuff. We had uh, the, um, the the Night City Wire uh, that talked about yeah. vehicles. Yeah. Um, I did not watch that just nope. because I'm like, I want to not see anymore right now. Nope. Like, I'm full. Um, but I did catch some of the, like, photos. I've seen, I saw a little bit of video without audio, and it looks damn good. So that's awesome. Um as well uh there was some stuff going on with borderlands um they had yeah, the like designers edition designers cut yeah yeah um what was that all about did you look into that it was like some additional like optional content basically it seemed like um so i i didn't get super into it but uh yeah it seems like they were adding some behind the scenes stuff november 10th yeah, November 10th for all platforms, you'll get an additional skill tree for each Vault Hunter. Mm-hmm. Uh, a brand new game mode called Arms Race. Uh, and then they'll dive into features coming 
features in the coming weeks um, yeah. with big reveals planned. Uh, That's pretty cool. So, yeah, it's pretty cool that you're getting some extra content, of course, for mm. you know for your characters. That's pretty rad. Um, what else do we have going on? Oh, uh, Ghost of Tsushima has version 1.1 now, uh, where co-op mode is now enabled. So you can play this, uh, I think, up to four players. Yeah. Pretty, pretty cool. Um, pretty cool. So a lot of stuff going on, as we said uh, at the top of the show. Uh, follow us over at facebook.com backslash Man of Games, Inc. You can also watch the show there live every Sunday. Um, if you, uh, as well, if you get the chance, uh, follow us on Twitter at Mammoth Games Inc. So you know when we go live and do junk just like this. Uh, but I think that's it. Do you have anything more? That's it. I mean, uh, obviously we've been, I think we've been uh, having a good opportunity to play a bunch of kind of more obscure stuff that we've been thinking about. I know um, there's been some other games coming out that we've been kind of dipping our toes into, like you said, Genshin Impact. Mm-hmm. Um, I've still been playing a lot of Crusader Kings. So, um yeah, just waiting for the new stuff and and uh, getting as much as I can out of the the old stuff I already have. You know, I'm excited to see. Uh, I'm excited to see what happens with uh, Crusader Kings when next gen consoles come out for you. Well, I want to see. Uh, I mean, I'll probably still be focusing on that a lot because it's just like a it's an Excel spreadsheet game. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh. It, I've been still putting a lot. I think I passed a hundred hours. Let me look at my Steam real quick. Yeah, I'm at a hundred hour, a hundred point nine hours. Um, so. and I know you were. Uh, I saw you post something. I think it was um, Robert. It's Robert Mariner Dodds, right? Yep, he's been playing it too. He's been playing it too, and he <laughs> saw the thing where he like married his sister or whatever. He's like, oh shit, I accidentally married my cousin again. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I almost po- like wrote in there like I imagine like when I think of Filter Cord's life. I yeah. think of this right here. This exact scenario is what's happening every day. You're like, ah, yep. shit. Just married my third cousin yeah, again. Fuck, God damn it. Now I have to do this whole life. Well, I've been having um, a major... I've been trying to uh, form Russia, like the Empire of Russia. And uh, yeah. I keep having this issue where I have to, like... I have these vassals that just hate my ass. Because it's like... Russia is like a very non-unified country. Like, even today, you know. It's like... It's always been... It's a huge country... It covers a shitload of territory, and like the people in it are very different from each other. It's like, very. Um, it's very rare I, for Europe. Like Europe, typically you only have like three or four ethnic groups in a country. Russia is like each federal state of Russia has like a hundred. Yeah. So it's it's crazy. It's it's really uh kind of unique um, in Europe certainly, and yeah, yeah. Uh, at the time like all of my like subjects, like I have like a ton of you know, like Turkic, um, subjects that hate me, my actual leadership, my bloodline is, uh, Scandinavian. So all of the like local Russians hate me. The Slovaks hate me. The Estonians hate me. (laughs) The Lithuanians (laughs) hate me. Like, so I'm constantly having to marry my, I can't be making alliances, which you don't really need to because Russia is so powerful as it is, Uh but, uh, it's hard to make alliances because your people, like you have to marry all of your children off to, um, like your own vassals, basically to get them to not rebel against you. So, all of my beautiful gotta daughters do. are wasted on these fucking fat idiots. Got to do what you got to do. Oh, also, it's, I had like a big. Uh, I've been throwing a lot of feasts so that my people will like me. It's like a good way to keep your <laughs> vassals happy. And like half of my vassals are like obese now. <laughs> it's really weird. 
<laughs> oh god, this is like uh, it. It's like it's a great. It's a. It's an amazing story generator. Like as a game, like, like when you're just playing it, it's fine. It's not like anything crazy. But when you look back on what you've just done, it is wild. And when you explain it to someone else, it's yeah. borderline like Jerry Springer bullshit. Yeah, it's like it's like hard to even mentally process what the person's talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that's wild. Been doing a lot um, of that. Maybe we should do like a small segment at the end of each show where you just like talk about you, what you dumb horseshit I've been up happened, to, and then you always leave him with a cliffhanger, so you bring him mm. back. Yeah, we'll start that give him a week. give him a taste for free, but. The real deal costs money. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Was the first one for free is what. Um, yeah, it's, I, I, I learned that in my business one hundred and one class. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like business. All right, yeah. but all right, guys, that is the show. Thank you for hanging out. Um, we will see you next week. Have a good one. See ya. <laughs>